Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, June 29, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We had a very narrow range day. What that means is the high and low were not that far from each other, and the market pretty much closed about where it opened. There's about a 12 cent spread between the opening print and the closing print. For all intents and purposes, that's a rounding error. The market didn't do anything today. That's what happened at the end of the day. However, there's always a but. But there's always stuff to learn. We have stuff to discuss. We're going to look around the horn at some other charts. And we're going to bring in some other things because we're going to have some extra time on our hands. There is a teachable moment in here today. So we're flipping over to the hourly chart. And from today's high, which was in the second hour of the day, the market basically had what we like to call as a slow grinding chop shop formation pullback for the remainder of the day. Why is that important? Well, it's not necessarily important because they had a pullback. They do that all the time. There's a couple of other things that happened that we can take away from, we can learn something from. First of all, we talk a lot about, and and this comes from inside the numbers, we discuss this quite a bit. When the market is trending early in the day, whether it's down or whether it's up, and that seems to be the case for an hour or so, we start looking for what I like to call a morning pivot. What's a morning pivot? Morning pivot is where they're either going to make a high or they're going to make a low, and then they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to pull back for the majority of the rest of the day, maybe push up at the end of the day. This is in the case of a pivot high like we saw today, and the pivot high came in, again, in the second candle of the day, the candle on the hourly chart ending at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The other option is for the market to just run sideways up there all day long, and that would also be building energy for another move higher into the end of the day. Now, when does a pullback, that was option number A, when does a pullback become not a pullback, but something different than a pullback, like a fumble from the bulls? Where are those numbers? Well, they're different every day, but today we had the numbers posted bright and early at about zero dark 30 inside the numbers. Without knowing they were going to put in a mid-morning pivot, we had a pretty good idea of where the important spots were. And by the way, not only did we know the spots, but we identified the reasons why so those chart followers could understand and do what? Learn along the way. That's the objective. It's not about feeding numbers. Here's the number, take a trade, win, on to the next trade. It's about understanding the why behind the number, the why behind the trade. Once you understand the why behind all this stuff, you get a different confidence level when taking a trade because you have a different understanding of what's actually happening in the market. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. We're going to come back to this hourly chart in a couple of moments. Remember, there's always a method to the madness. We're getting into the commentary from inside the numbers. We'll circle back to stocks on the move later. We always take a look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's turnaround Tuesday. They're starting out in the same basic spot they finished yesterday. Little back and forth overnight. 
nothing worth wasting any more ink on. I realize there's actually no ink on the page. That's a little levity at zero dark 30. Let's see what else we have in the early thoughts. Again, a reminder, it's the end of the month, the end of the quarter, and the end of a half year. It's normally an important time frame. A culmination of those things, generally speaking, will be a culmination phase. doesn't have to be. I'm saying we're on the lookout. It's an awareness today. Again, another awareness today, meaning Tuesday, could be similar to yesterday, meaning Monday, and that really was the case. They didn't do anything. There's no participation in the market. It's almost like they're already on holiday leading up to the three-day holiday weekend, and the actual day off is until next Monday. But this is what we've got. We have to deal with what Mrs. Market serves up. So at the time, we don't know if it's going to be like yesterday, so that's why we show up in uniform and go through our pregame warm-up routine no matter what. So right to the numbers. Up north is no man's land, so a trader is either long for the ride already or they just let them go if they're pushing and said trader is flat, meaning doesn't have a position long or short, a la flat. Down south, the numbers are bunched up a bit, but rather simple. The first support zone is at 426.70 to 426.35. Now remember, this is without the benefit of having the market open. This is in the pre-market. This is the first look. And then we have some stuff below that, but obviously we didn't need that today. So we'll run up the chain here and take a look at what else we have in the notes. Nothing was going on early in the morning. We had MLHR from Stocks on the Move. We'll circle back to those later. Now, here's where some new numbers come out. 950, food for thought on the SPY. Even though it doesn't appear like they will, they should be back to pay a visit to 427.50 to 427.25. That was at 950. When will they be back? We don't know yet. Just be aware of those numbers if she starts to fall at any point. There's always a method to the madness. We're back to the hourly chart. 427.25 was one of the numbers. There was two. They were 25 cents away. This is the lower number. I'm going to explain where this came from. And by the way, you can see here that at the end of the day, or toward the end of the day, the low was 427.13. That was, in fact, low of day against 427.25. It was 427.50 to 25 as the support zone. That was, in fact, correct. Doesn't matter that the market had no volatility, no participants. The market was still operating as it should. It was trading what we say technically sound. So where do those numbers come from? Pretty cut and dry. We'll blow it up a little bit and go to a 15-minute chart, and you'll see here that we had a gap left open from yesterday. And what was that number? How about 427.48? So that's where the 427.50 comes from. And then this pivot here is the market's way of telling us that that price was important. They run up to that price, they sell off, they go back to that price and push through, what's going to happen? When they come back to pay a visit and run what I like to say as a garden variety test, that price, or in that zone, give or take, should be support. So what happened today? Between the gap and that number, it was in fact support. This is the way the market works. 
How do you find out more about the way the market works? Like, for example, time is more important than price. You learn all that stuff and a whole lot more, such as what are the trend change signals? How do you treat pivots? What creates a pivot? How do you trade against a pivot? All that stuff is found in the course Lazy E-mini Trader. That's what we call a shameless plug, but there's a method to the madness. It really is there for learning purposes. Everything that I go over in these videos is in that course just with the whole onion peeled back, the hood lifted up. It's all unpacked for you. We're moving along. They're floating on very light volume in a quiet tape. End of month, quarter, half year has something to do with the current float mode. That's in my humble opinion. What else do we have? Not much was going on. A little bit of a tidbit on IWM. That was for intraday IWM followers. There's nothing to say by 1030. By 1102, patience pays. SPCE comes into the number finally. It's trying to bounce. They didn't come in in the manner in which we like it. However, and this one deserves a, but wait, there's more. We'll get to the stocks on the move later. Nothing going on with the S&P. We're moving along by 125. Remember 427.50, give or take, from this morning. I didn't mention it this morning. That was a brain fart. It was the other numbers, but it doesn't matter. 427.50 between that and 427 and a quarter should be garden variety support if reached without eating too much time off the clock. Here's a five-minute chart and the reminder that that was, in fact, support, therefore, a correct statement. And right of the vertical is today's activity. How you doing? First, they tried to fill the gap and they bounced away. It was a joke in terms of the volume. That's what I had to say. Then they filled the gap. Then they bounced. And you know the routine. That's pretty much what happened all day. That's the only thing that happened today. Now, stocks on the move. Fox A, MLHR, Herman Miller, and Space, Virgin Galactic. Those are the three that hit their numbers. The others didn't. When they don't, they're off the board. We only take the trades at our numbers, not somebody else's numbers. Somebody else's number might work, but I'm comfortable with my numbers. Fox A, this is a five-minute chart, and you can see what happened. In the first five-minute candle of the day, the low was 37.27, just six pennies off the entry target, and then they rallied away, and therefore it took that off the table. But you can see here that they did it anyway, they did the deal anyway, the minimum required base hit, but essentially it was a no trade. However, it goes to show you that the numbers do work. At the end of the day, they ended up eating time off the clock around and below the number. That tells us there's another number. There was another number on the board for Fox A. It never got to the second number, so we don't need to worry about it. How about Herman Miller? Now, when you look at a five-minute chart, this one looks like it blew through the first number. But when you're involved in the market and you're watching this minute by minute right from the opening bell, you know something different happened. In the first minute of the day, they did the same thing that the last one did, Fox A, and they pulled up short by a few pennies of the number and they rallied away doing the minimum required base hit. However, that doesn't take the second number off the table. If they come straight into it, you should still have a reaction in the other direction. What happened? You had a reaction in the other direction. They did the minimum required base hit off the second number. They hung around all day long in between the two numbers. 
goes to show you that that zone of support was in fact correct. Therefore, the numbers work. The last one on the board was SPCE Virgin Galactic. You can see what happened. It came down to the first number, pulled up short, and ate time off the clock. So what does that tell you? It tells you that that first number is not the same type of support that it would have been had that not taken place. So let's say, for argument's sake, well, it's not an argument, the first number is off the table, the second number, 4781, is absolutely on the table. It's a slow market, they're creeping, there's no reason they shouldn't have a reaction in the other direction. The slower the market, on a day like today, you say, all right, I'm going to take a crack at space, even though I'm not comfortable trading, this is my first trade ever, I just signed up today, whatever the case is, or you've been a trader for 15 years, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that you have to be able to read the tape and you say, even though the stock is down a lot, it already opened down, it's melting away, but it's a slow tape, so is it really going to melt down all day, or is it going to find support at a variety of different numbers and bounce around? More often than not, it's the latter of the two. Most often, you're going to find it hard to find a stock that goes straight down every candle all day long. That's generally speaking not garden variety market behavior. So if we just use the 80-20 rule, we say, look, 80 plus percent of the time, the stock's going to find some support somewhere along the line. So why not at one of the numbers that was provided first thing in the morning, these numbers are right the majority of the time. That's the way you got to think about it. Second number worked, right back to the first number. What about the third number? Did that one work? Well, it did technically work. They did give you the base hit. But it's at the end of the day, and all this stuff is eating time off the clock. Just so traders recognize the difference between a market that comes straight into it, like this is good, this is straight in. This, after eating time off the clock and dripping down, that's not the same. Now, some traders will say, wait a minute, they ate time off the clock here too, in between these two candles. Well, this one was a lot longer, and when they eat some time off the clock and they go lower, what do I say? They're headed for a destination. Well, what's the next destination? Well, as far as I'm concerned, I had a beat on the next destination. It was 47.81. All right, we're switching over to Camp IWM. Couple things. Trend is your friend, all that stuff. We get all that, but they're still flirting with the 20-period moving average, but this is no way, shape, or form the same type of moving average when a stock or a market comes from a distance as over here, where they've basically been back and forth through it, diminishes the importance. Can be a guideline, other traders are watching it, which is why you'll find the market centering around that type of place, but we're not using it for anything material. But what we do have is one of these lower high scenarios. Now, we don't know for sure, but what we do know is the market went up from this pivot low on time, put in a sign or signal of a trend change. That's one of them. Where do you find the rest? Lazy E-mini trader. And now it's going sideways to lower. Now, there's really only one real important line in the sand, and it's this low here. They give up this low on a daily close, and we've got a good night Irene scenario. They will have also given up all the moving averages up here, three out of four, 150 and 20, the pivot low that was a rescue operation. So that would be a good night, Irene. They test this pivot low pretty quickly. But we are the umpire calling balls and strikes. 
So we have to be aware that they could have gone up and just paused for a while and eat some time off the clock, building energy for another move higher. So we don't know until we know, but if they start coming down and closing below the 20, and then they start challenging the 50 and the 100, we have to start considering that if they're going to give up that pivot low, we have to make a phone call to Irene before she goes to sleep. What's going on down at the transportation department? Well, there was no change today. Everything we discussed yesterday remains the same. The range was very narrow. There wasn't any alteration to this chart from yesterday whatsoever. So if you want to know more detail about the transports, go back to yesterday's video. Everything discussed holds true. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley, the Q people? Same routine. Everything we discussed yesterday holds true. They're in no man's land pushing up. 354.99. Are there any accidents or coincidences in the market? They could have closed at 355, but they didn't. They closed one penny short. Why do they do that? Your guess is as good as mine. There's no difference between 354.99 and the round number of 355. This is the way the market works. It is what it is. What about the financials, the XLF? So we talked about this a number of times. So they're running up into the convergence of moving averages. Now they're going sideways. So if they go sideways for much longer, they'll be building energy for a move higher. So the decision point is, did they run up to get rejected and they'll come back down? Or do they run up and their intent is to get through, but they don't have enough juice yet, so they have to eat some time off the clock, building energy to make another push higher to do what? At a minimum, would be to challenge the breakdown candle high, 37.41, give or take, something in that neighborhood. Any change in the XLF from what we've been discussing? Not really. What about Smash Mouth? Very similar to the tech space. In fact, it is a good proxy for the tech space. So we know the SMH is essentially leading the tech space in the upward direction. New highs, no man's land. But note this, again, we're the umpire calling balls and strikes. They're on time once again. What does that mean? Go back to the course, lazy e-mini trader. Time is more important than price. I can't emphasize or stress that enough. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're going to pull the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.